Welcome to Rhema for Today Radio. Now the written word is given to us to reveal unto us the living word, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the living word. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we're beginning a new series for this week by Kenneth E. Hagan from the Timeless Teaching Archives entitled Healing, How to Receive It and How to Keep It. Stay tuned, this will be a great time of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on how you can get this month's special offer. Right now, let's listen to Brother Hagan's message. You could open your Bibles today if you like, if you have your Bible with you, to the fourth chapter of Proverbs. I have been teaching from, actually these are the notes from which I taught and then the book, The Key to Scriptural Healing was edited. And I'm just using the notes to go over that. We, we talked about, uh, first of all, roadblocks to healing. We covered six or seven roadblocks, the main ones that keep people from healing. And then secondly, we talked about discipline in the church. And today, then, we talk about God's recipe for life and health. Hallelujah. It's found here in Proverbs, the fourth chapter, the 20 through the 22nd verses. Let's read Proverbs 4, fourth chapter, 20th, 21st, 22nd verse. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Now the two things that men strive for above everything else are life and health. And here God has given us a recipe to obtain these. He tells us first that all, that all life comes only through the Word. Now the written Word is given to us to reveal unto us the living Word, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus is the living Word. You remember John's Gospel? If you have your Bible there, just open it to the Gospel according to St. John. The Gospel. And let's begin with the very first chapter, the very first verse, and read three verses here. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Now skip down to the 14th verse of that same first chapter of John's Gospel. And it says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the Word of God. Hallelujah. The living Word of God. Now in John the 10th chapter, in the 10th verse, Jesus said, I am come that they might have life. 
and that they might have life more abundantly. Well, you'll notice in the text there in Proverbs, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings, let them not depart from before thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart for their life, their life to those that find them. Jesus said, I'm come that they might have life and that they might have life more abundantly. See, that's the reason Jesus came, that man might have life. He didn't come to give man some new rules of living by which if he would abide by these rules, he could climb the heavenly stairway to the glory world. No, that's not why he came. Jesus didn't come to give man a new code of conduct. He didn't come to bring him a system of teaching whereby if he would teach, he could become in the end like God. Jesus came to bring life. He came that we might have life more abundantly. Hallelujah. Now our scripture here in Proverbs begins with these words, attend to my words. As I said, Jesus is the living word. God has given us the written word to unveil the living word to us. Hallelujah. Now not only are we to listen to Jesus and to look at Jesus, the living word, but this written word also unveils him to us. Particularly that's true as we read the epistles of the New Testament, the letters that are written to the church. You know, to tell you the real truth about it, no one could uh, live in the four gospels only and be a successful Christian. The four gospels are just a history of the life and works of Jesus. His work, his sayings, his deeds. In the Gospels, we see Jesus dying. But you know, if we didn't go any further than the Gospels, we, we wouldn't even know why he died. Now see, you think you would because you've already read the epistles. But you wouldn't if you just read the four Gospels, you wouldn't know why Jesus died. Now I don't think you're any smarter than the apostles were. They were right with him. They didn't know. Remember, even after his resurrection, they said, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Didn't they? I said, didn't they? Amen. Certainly they did. Certainly they did. You see, they were still looking for an earthly kingdom and thought he would restore the kingdom to Israel. They were looking for an earthly king. You see, it's in the epistles, the letters that are written to the church, where we read what this living word, the Lord Jesus Christ, wrought for us. It's there where we read him who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. It's, uh, that's 1 Corinthians 5.21, or 2 Corinthians 5.21. It's in the epistles where we read, like Galatians 3.13, Christ 
hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Now you see, if you didn't have that written in the epistles, you wouldn't even know what Christ redeemed you from. Or somebody said he redeemed us from sin. You know, the Bible didn't say that. I said, did you know the Bible didn't say that? The Bible said he's redeemed us from the curse of the law, Galatians 3.13. Being made a curse for us, for it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Hallelujah. We're redeemed from the curse of the law. That's what we're redeemed from. What is the curse of the law? Only one way to find out. Go back to the law and read what it said the curse is. Number one, spiritual death. That's what we're redeemed from. Number two, poverty. Number three, sickness. Thank God. Then it's in the epistles where we read Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Hallelujah, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And so way back here in Proverbs, the writer, inspired by the Holy Ghost, said, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. You see, if you want to walk in the fullness of life, then first of all, give God's word your undivided attention. Put from your mind everything else except God's word and act upon God's word just for what it says. Now, God has told us to incline thine ears unto my sayings. Attend to my words. Incline thine ear to my sayings. You see, we are to open our ears to God's sayings and close our ears to everything else. Now, what a difference it makes when it comes to healing, when you, when you open your ears to God's sayings and close your ears to what everybody else said. I tell the story sometime about uh, in the same meeting, identically the same meeting that I was conducting, not the same night, but during this three-week period of same meeting. Here was a man, a Baptist deacon, that brought his two boys. They had been to a certain outstanding medical clinic here in America and their condition, these two young boys, their condition was pronounced by medical science incurable. Now here's a Baptist deacon that came and brought those boys. And so I said to him, well, you know, knowing he was Baptist because see, I, I was born raised on the back, began my minister there. And they don't preach and teach divine healing, but I began to inquire as he's a Christian, and he is, and that's where I found out where he belonged. He was a deacon. He's thoroughly born again, all right. Well, do you believe in divine healing? Yes, sir, I certainly do. And then, as he brought these young boys, I said, well, the word of God, yes. He said, you know, he had his Bible with him right then. I've been sitting here listening to you not just that one night, but listening. 
and, and following you in the Bible and marking the scriptures and studying them. The doctors, you know, done their best. They pronounce these boys incurable. But uh, I believe what God said. No such thing as an incurable condition with God. So we laid hands on the boys. They were healed. I went back over a year later. The man was a Sunday school teacher now in the full gospel church. Baptized the Holy Ghost. Had the boys back to the same medical clinic. and couldn't find a trace of the condition that was incurable. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. This month's special offer is the Healing Package, which includes the three-CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, Healing, How to Receive It and How to Keep It, plus the paperback book by Ken Hagan, The Healers in Your House. Both powerful resources are just $19.95. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Hey, Word of Faith Magazine. That's Go right there to, to rhema.org and there's a place if you don't get it. Or you can just, you can just read it right there. Download right. it and read it right online. Call today to get this month's special healing package, which includes the three CD series by Kenneth E. Hagan, Healing, How to Receive It and How to Keep It, plus the paperback book by Ken Hagan, The Healers in Your House. Both powerful resources are just nineteen ninety five. The number to call is 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Healing, How to Receive It and How to Keep It. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.